بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من يوم يصبح العباد فيه إلا ملكان ينزلان فيقول أحدهما اللهم أعط منفقا خلفا ويقول الآخر اللهم أعط ممسكا تلفا متفق عليه وعنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال قال الله تعالى أنفق يا ابن آدم ينفق عليك متفق عليه Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this hadith passed in a previous chapter Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that there is not a single day ma'amin yawmin there is not a single day that the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala get up in the morning except that two angels descend one of them says, in this hadith, Rasulullah sallam mentions on the one hand a dua which is made daily by the malaika of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the one hand, dua, and on the other hand, baddua and a curse. In another narration of Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, similar meaning is found. However, with this addition, that this dua that is made by the angels, Yasma'ul Khala'iq Kullaha. Kulluha, that the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, illa thaqalan, besides the insan and the jinnat, the rest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation actually hear this dua that is made by the angels. What is the dua? Allahumma aati munfiqan khalafa. That Allah, that person who spends that person who exhibits generosity, that person who spends in your way, grant him recompense, grant him a return, replace for the one who spends. This is similar, this dua actually is confirmed by the verses of the Qur'an which we discussed at the inception of this chapter. Amongst them, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا أَنْفَقَتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ Whatever you spend, the word in the verse of the Qur'an is shay. In other words, anything, whether small or insignificant or large, whatever you spend, وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes upon himself that Allah ta'ala will replace it for you. Allah will give it back to you. Allah will recompense you. Allah will reward you. Allah will remunerate you. All these meanings are found under this expression, khalafa. That, in other words, not only will one get reward, but the actual wealth that is spent, Allah Ta'ala takes upon Himself to give that back to you. Either in this world, Allah Ta'ala will return it to you, or in the year after, and obviously in the year after, it will be multiplied many, many times. As is supported in another verse of the Qur'an, مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا فَيُضَاعِفَهُ لَهُ أَضْعَافًا كَثِيرًا Who is there that will give a debt to Allah, in other words, that will spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَيُضَاعِفَهُ لَهُ أَضْعَافًا كَثِيرًا Allah will multiply it exponentially, many, many times, and give it back to him. 
So we find that in such ahadith and these verses of the Qur'an, there is encouragement for us that don't fear poverty, don't fear the loss of what you have, if you will exhibit generosity, if you will spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the one side. The other side, Malakani and Zilan, these two angels descend and they make a curse. They make a baddua. What is that? Allahumma aati mumsikan talafa. That Allah, the one who is miserly, the one in, this, in the word, in the hadith, the actual wording is mumsik. In other words, the one who does not spend. The one who holds on to his wealth. The one who hoards his wealth. We find that the wording in this hadith is very, very severe. What is the dua or the baddua of these angels? Ya Allah, talafa. Ya Allah, destroy him. Destroy such a person. In other words, the angels are cursing that person who withholds his wealth and who does not spend it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulamai kiram have given various interpretations to what this baddua or this curse means. What is this talaf, this destruction that the angels are exhorting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do? They say either destroy him or destroy his wealth itself or they say it means ruination or damnation in the hereafter. Now the question that arises is that there are some of us who are generous and then on the other hand there are those that don't spend so much. Are such people actually deserving of such a great curse? Or such a great baddua? Allahumma aati mumsikan talafa. That Allah destroy the one who doesn't spend. Or destroy the one who withholds or holds on to his wealth. Ulama Ikram explain, they say that obviously to become deserving of the curse of the angels... This refers to those who don't spend that which is compulsory. For example, Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْنِزُونَ الذَّهَبَ وَالْفِضَّةِ وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Allah Ta'ala says they are those that hoard their gold and their silver. In other words, they hoard their wealth. And Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا يُنْفِقُونَهَا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And they don't spend it in the way of Allah. Although the verse is general, don't spend in the way of Allah. But what is the warning in the verse? فَبَشِّرْهُمْ بِعَذَابٍ أَلِيمٍ Give them glad tidings of a dreadful punishment, a very painful punishment. يَوْمَ يُحْمَى عَلَيْهَا فِي نَارِ جَهَنَّمْ فَتُكْوَى بِهَا جِبَاهُهُمْ وَجُنُوبُهُمْ وَظُهُورُهُمْ هَذَا مَا كَنَزْتُمْ لِأَنفُسِكُمْ فَذُوكُوا مَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْنِزُونَ Allah Ta'ala says the day will come. That same gold and silver which they did not spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will heat it up in the, in the fire of hell. And then we will brand their backs and brand their sides and their faces with this. So such a severe warning. And yet the verse says, They don't spend it in the way of Allah. And yet Allah says this wealth will be heated up in Jahannam and the person who didn't spend it will be branded in Jahannam. On the one hand we find... Ulama Ikram explain how much the Shariat looks down upon hoarding one's wealth. How much the Shariat condemns what we call bukhal, miserliness. Not developing this quality of infaq and generosity. On the other hand, the explanation Ulama give 
that even though it is not mentioned in the verse, it is implied and understood that the spending that is prohibited, that the not spending that is prohibited in this verse refers to compulsory spending. In other words, zakat. If a person does not pay his zakat, then he falls within the purview of the warning that is found in that particular verse. Another riwayat of Rasulullah says that that zakat that he didn't pay becomes a serpent and starts chasing him and says to him, Anamaluk, Anakanzuk, Anamaluk, Anakanzuk, I am the wealth, I am the treasure which you hoarded in the dunya. Allah Ta'ala protect us. The month of Ramadan is coming. Many of us, our zakat year starts in the month of Ramadan. This is the time, this is part of the preparation for the month of Ramadan that we should calculate our zakat. Zakat is two and a half percent of one's excess wealth. There are many masail pertaining to it. And there are many of us that unfortunately don't take the trouble of learning the masail. Because we don't learn the masail, we are incorrect or make mistakes or errors in calculating our zakat. And more often than not, we pay less than what we are supposed to be paying. It is very, very important that we do not treat this lightly. Zakat is compulsory and there are many, many warnings like the verses of the Qur'an which I mentioned. Nulamai Kiram say also these type of badduas and curses of the angels that are found in this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa which we mentioned now pertain to this type of spending. In other words, where you don't spend that which Allah made compulsory upon you. That two and a half percent or if it is agriculture, ten percent, etc. Like I said, the masail are very, very, there are many, many masail pertaining to it. It's not difficult also and not that easy that we take it for granted. But we should consult the ulama ikram or read. There are many, many books translated in English where the masail of zakat are explained. In fact, this entire chapter which Imam Nawi rahimullah has brought does not actually pertain to the spending of zakat. As we've mentioned many times, when a person is crossing from one country to the next country, they have what they call a no-man's zone between the two countries, where you leave the immigration of this country and then there's a short distance before you enter the next country. That no-man's zone between the two countries, Ulama say, if you pay the two and a half percent, if you pay your zakat, then in shariat you are not considered someone who's generous. All these ahadiths wherein the great reward is mentioned for generosity does not apply to you if you pay your zakat because zakat is compulsory. There's no choice in that. They say if you pay your zakat, all that happens is you come out of all these warnings that are found in these ahadith and in those verses of the Quran. You are protected from that by paying the two and a half percent. In other words, you discharge that which was compulsory. So you have entered, you've left one country and you enter the no man's zone between the two countries. Now anything over and above the two and a half percent, that will slowly start taking you into what we call the, the level that Shariat will view you as Sakhi or Kareem, a generous person. And all these ahadiths, for example, the dua of the angels that, Oh Allah, Ya Allah, whatever this man spends, give him back. Ya Allah, bless this person. Like we've seen in the various ahadith. They say that to... To, to get that virtue that is mentioned in all these ahadiths, you have to exceed the two and a half percent. Two and a half percent is compulsory, there's no choice in that. So with the two and a half percent, you just left the one country, you left the parameters of bakhil. 
You left the parameters of being a miserly person. You, Allah Ta'ala protected you from all these warnings that are found in the verses of the Qur'an, the curses of the angels, etc., wealth being branded in Jahannam, etc., turning into snakes and serpents. Allah protect us. All that you will come out of by spending the two and a half percent. But you have still, you are still not considered a generous person. Generosity starts after that. When it becomes three percent and five percent and ten percent. And mashallah, some people one third of the wealth. Some people give all their wealth away. Depending on different circumstances. They will be considered as generous. In other words, by playing the two and a half percent, you have entered into no man's zone. Anything above that, you have entered into the next country. Or the purview of what is considered to be generous. In any case, coming back to this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the angels will curse that person, Allahumma aati mumsikan talafa, that oh Allah, the one who withholds his wealth, who doesn't spend his wealth. In other words, in this case, compulsory spending, zakat, etc. Ya Allah, destroy such a person. As we mentioned, destruction that is mentioned is of two types. One is physical destruction, where the angels are asking Allah, Ya Allah, destroy that wealth that he didn't spend. Either a fire or somebody come and steal it or some afat or some calamity comes and he loses his wealth. And the other explanation that ulama give to this baddua is they say a perceived destruction. What is perceived destruction? Allah Ta'ala takes the barakat and blessing out of his wealth. So what happens is that he will never use that wealth to gain hasana, to gain reward from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. What, he will, what will happen? Because of the curses of the angels, this man, whatever wealth he has, will always be used in guna, in sin, in avenues where he should not be spending it. Allah give us the fix.